Episode 12 Mwende Mbeli Listen to all advice take some of it Following the Queen Consort Mutinta's advice a duel was organized between the Makololo of Sebitwani and the Lair of Mukunisi Ankondo Instead of a full-fledged battle as a means to settle the dispute between the two kingdoms which had resulted in the death of several people Two of the strongest warriors on both tribes would wrestle with each other to see who has the bigger hand in the peace treaty. Today, that duel would occur in the main arena of the village. The Makololo casted lots and put forward one of their warriors. He wore the usual regalia associated with his army a brown cloth covering only the genitals and a feather over the forehead, alongside other pieces of cloth spread over the arms and ankles. In his hand was the short spear they called the Asegai, accompanied by a leather shield that only protected the vitals. Behind him was a flock of supporters cheering what can only be assumed to be his name. In return, he performed a war dance, stamping his foot aggressively and stabbing fiercely through the thin air around him. Sebitwani and the king sat together, mounted above the arena with a clear view of everything. They made small talk, representing a uniformed front despite the duel to their subjects. Have you handled it? The rebellion? Sebitwani inquired, anxious to know if his new ally handled the rebellion rising in his backyard. We shall see. We shall see what happens, the king roared, his voice angelic, pointing to his camp. Sebitwani stood up to get a closer look, beholding the sight of a youthful vision of the king. Cheers and screaming spread through the camp, one would have assumed a god was among them. Calling him a god among mortals wouldn't be an exaggeration. He wore a red and black cloth or outfit. In his hands were two spears. Even the king stood to give an applause to his nephew and the selected heir chosen for the throne, Mujimaisi. Ha! A destruction disguised a single combat. It was my beloved's idea, the king boasted, catching the eye of his beloved sitting across from him with the Vediango. She smiled back. They didn't need the noise of words. Their faces said it all. Our wisdom bows before mine. She's the stronger one, the king confessed smiling and turning his head to the arena. Mujimaizi turned the two spears in his hands, practicing deadly maneuvers and mental scenarios of the things he would do to his opponent. The crowds cheered, all eyes drawn towards this creature they had heard so much of, the great Mujimaizi. Different rumors, some even conflicting, spread through the Makololo camp. Some said he had slaughtered three men with one stone through catapults. Others said he single-handedly obliterated an army 
simply because he didn't like their language. He was perceived as a ruthless deity of war, second only to his uncle, the king. Today, those rumors would be confirmed before their very eyes. Your hatred for our ancestors knows no bounds. Must you also kill your nephew just to prove a point? Ah, came a familiar voice, dripping with judgment, lest with anger. When Dambeli breathed heavily, wanting to make an end to the reign of terror that was before his eyes. <laughs> Call this thing off! Call it off right now! Mwambile Aleke! Call it off! At least talk to him! Talk him off this challenge! He slammed the staff in his hands before the two elders and the great council of leaders who were around them. You can always take his place, Prime Minister, Sebitwani offered. I do not approve of this, Mwendambeli. I won't answer you. Mwendambeli, the Prime Minister, couldn't even respond to such remarks coming from someone responsible for a raid on his people. Meanwhile, in the arena, Mujima Izi launched the first attack. The Makololo warrior blocked it with his shield, absorbing most of the impact. He retaliated with a stab at Mujima Izi's side, but he missed. Mujima Izi took advantage of his staggering and sliced deep into his opponent's arm and leg. The Makololo warrior staggered some more, then he landed on his knees. Mark this day. This will be the moment you lost the empire, Wendambeli declared, figuring the kingdom would revolt after such a clear victory, opting for a younger version of the king, the victorious heir, Mujimaizi. The crowds broke out in worship and jubilation as Mujimaizi approached his opponent to end this ceremony with a human sacrifice. Alas, Everyone was surprised when Mujimaizi fell on his knees with a spear anchored in his chest. The Makololo warrior had stabbed him as soon as he drew near to finish him off. No one expected it. And now the warrior raised Mujimaizi's sword to behead him with his own weapon. The tides had changed as the Makololo supporters burst into jubilation. The emotional roller coaster came to a halt when an archer threw a clear shot through the Makololo warrior's heart just before he could be heard Mojimaizi. The masses turned to the direction of the arrow, the royal section of the arena just in time to see the Makololo king, Sevitwani, standing with a bow and arrow in his hands. It was a bad omen to behead your host. Several personnel and healers rushed towards the bodies as great wailing echoed through the arena. The queen mother had taken off her royal heart and rushed towards her son's body. She had lest his thirst for power go too far. She should have stopped him before it reached such an extent. 
the kingdom's candle was blown out by an unknown warrior. I would never forgive you for this, what you have done. I will never live. I will never forgive you. You shall pay for this. Windambeli grieved. All of his scheming had led to this end. All to no avail. He rushed to console the queen mother and offer her a plot of revenge for her son's life. Mujimaisi has fallen. Oh